Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Connect the Knox. I'm your host, Julia Hurley, connecting Knoxville to the nation. Today's guest is Glenn Jacobs, Knox County Mayor, and Knox County is the third largest and possibly coming up on second largest metropolitan area in the state of Tennessee, so kind of a big job. Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Kane, for all of you who see him and recognize him, yes, it's the same guy. But right now, we are talking about Glenn Jacobs, the mayor. Glenn, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much for having me, Julie. I appreciate it. Everybody wants to know, how did you end up in Knoxville, Tennessee? <laughs> I... I have had uh, a a very interesting life story. I was actually born in Madrid, Spain. My dad was in the Air Force, um, so I was born on an Air Force base, and we came back to the States, and dad retired. We moved to rural northeast Missouri, um, went to college uh, on a basketball scholarship, ended up playing football, looked like I was going to play in the NFL, but then hurt my knee, uh, kind of fell into wrestling, and uh, came to... Knox County, uh, Belasha, East Tennessee, in 1995 uh, for wrestling. Um, love it here. Met my wife. Uh, love the area. Love her. Uh, so you know, uh, and, you know, and, and she's. It's funny because she's actually um, through the years, uh, many years ago, I talked about. Oh, you know, we can move here, move here, and I'm always like, I don't know. I I really like it here, and of course, her, you know, her family's from here, but nevertheless. Uh, this is a great place to live. It was actually convenient to travel out of, um, despite the fact that we don't have that many direct flights. I mean, it's still it's a half an hour flight to get down to Atlanta and you can get anywhere from in, in the world from there. Um, so I just love it. And uh, now I'm at, actually at the point where I don't even like leaving the state of Tennessee anymore uh, because I just I think this is the best place that anyone could possibly live. Uh, but nevertheless, um, just you know, never left here, fell in love with the place. Um, as my wrestling career was winding down, figuring out what was next for me, I'd always been kind of interested in government and politics um, and had the wild idea that I could run for county mayor. Mayor Burchett, who is not a congressman, is term limited. Uh, so I felt that I had an opportunity to do that. Went for it. Um, won by 23 votes out of almost 40,000 votes. Uh, and uh, then just won re-election uh, August of this year. And uh uh, it's just been a wonderful ride. So let me, do you have dual citizenship? I do not, uh, because since I was born on an Air Force base, uh, I'm considered a natural born American. I do not have a birth certificate, which is wild. I actually have like a certificate of a report of live birth from the State Department or something like that. But yeah, I'm considered an American. I never had a chance for the dual citizenship. Dang it all. I tell you, there's so many opportunities like that. You don't even know they exist, but it never hurts to ask. I think that's so neat. Well, yeah, the other thing was um, I didn't want to do it because I'd actually be, I think I'd be eligible to be drafted into the Spanish army. So I'm like, I'm cool. You know, <laughs> I'm not even going to explore that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really excited that you got, you basically got elected by an absolute landslide for your reelection campaign. So that's good. Um, so the term, that is a term limited seat, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So that may, because so many counties are completely separate. So many counties that don't have, county term limits. So with only, what, three, three and a half years left on that next term? Pretty much, yes, ma'am. Okay, so three and a half years. And I'm going to just get into this because I think it's extremely important. You set out about a year ago, maybe longer, I'm sure it's been in your head longer, but a year ago to really start making a new plan for Knoxville 
during COVID, I'm a real estate agent. Your wife is a real estate agent. We have seen unprecedented growth in our infrastructure, our boundary lines, our MPC regulations. There's literally been no update to that plan in two whole business cycles, including the OA crash. You have taken on an entire new opportunity and you're not just, what is the word I want to, well, how is that? You're not steamrolling everybody with your plan. You're, you've actually put together basically the entire county and surrounding counties, leadership, real estate agents, planning, builders to talk. Can you talk a little bit about your, your plans? Because I think that that for Knox County is something, number one, Davidson County and Nashville sure needed when they were growing too much. Um, and Knoxville, you're really looking out for what's happening here. And even though you're term limited and don't have to, you still are. So tell us about that plan. Yeah, this is the most important thing that we're doing. As you said, uh, we have uh, a land use plan, but it hasn't been updated in over two decades. And a lot of things have changed in the interim. Uh, we've seen a lot of people move here. We've seen development in uh, various areas of the county. It used to just be rural areas. They're not anymore. They're they're suburban now. Um, and our plan doesn't reflect that. And that makes it hard for everybody. Uh, the zoning is all messed up. And what that has caused, that's, that's that's called sprawl because we in, in some areas where we need to be able to put more units per acre, we can't do it. And so you just end up with single family units everywhere. Uh, and also in those areas, we also can't have any commercial businesses. So, uh, for instance, Hardin Valley, uh, which is used to be all just farmland, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Now it's the fastest growing part of the county, but it's just all single unit uh family homes for miles and miles. You have to drive 20 minutes to go to the restaurant or to go to the grocery store. Very frustrating, lots of congestion. Um, and we don't want to see that happen other places, of course. And we also want to uh, try to do what we can to make it better out there. And, and the key there is to have the plan reflective of what the conditions on the ground are. Um, and the idea, and we hired a consultant to do this, as you said, this is not something that we're trying to run down people's, uh, shove down people's throats. We, we, we get it. You know, we all have to be happy with this. Um, so we'll probably come up with, uh, what they refer to as a hybrid of a town center, a corridor model. Um, part of the issue for the county is ensuring that our infrastructure can keep up with this growth. So we're not seeing, you know, lots of development over here where we don't have a road to get over there or, you know, we don't have the sewer and the water and those sort of things. Um, so it really is a big effort. Um, schools have never been involved in this before. So we had a concerted effort to get schools on board as well as all the other uh, stakeholders. Um, we just finished up the, the one co public comment period on that. We had it open online that people could uh, discuss what they wanted to see. Um, but as moving forward, we'll still have more public input into it. Uh, and also the first time ever, we'll incorporate a master transportation plan into this. So we can look at, yeah, at the roads and you, you know, and you know that the, you're always a little reactive because and the market drives all this and you're not, you know, we can't predict exactly what the market's going to do, but this will give us a map to make some better decisions and we can become more proactive. Uh, and, you know, we're not always trying to put out fires and spend money here and spend money there. We can actually come up with a plan and say, okay, this is what we need to do for the next decade or so. Yeah. So I think that's one, thank you, because that has, that's been needed for a very long time. And I think that if more counties were to adopt a, a future growth plan, that if we were to ever see another situation like COVID, where Tennessee, being the conservative state that it is, keeps its borders open and keeps its businesses open, 
we may see another influx of people from all over the country. We need to be prepared for that possibility. I'm going to interrupt real quick on that. You know, because we have a lot of folks here, and I get it. I mean, I said I, I grew up in rural Missouri, um, and I like wide open spaces, uh, and, and and I like living on a farm, frankly. Um, but when when we see people coming here, and a lot of folks are uncomfortable with that, and I certainly understand that. But it's a good thing because what that indicates is this is a good place to live. There are places around the country where folks can't wait to get out of, and they're moving away from those places, and they're moving to places like here. Um, so. I always say we we don't have problems like you look at the Rust Belt and some of these other places where they're dying because their population is leaving. We do have challenges that that's creating, but it's better to have those challenges than it is to have the problems that those places have. Pain head to toe? Go see Dr. Joe. Certified sports chiropractor with specialties in dry needling, soft tissue therapy, TENS unit targeting, and spinal manipulation. 15 years of athletic chiropractic training at your service right here in Knoxville, located off of South Peters Road. That's Dr. Joe Cairo at GoSeeDrJoe.com. Call the office today or visit our website. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And due to our state policies, we probably won't see the problems that those other people have, which is a blessing in disguise. That was started 100 years ago. So thank you, lawmakers, from way back then. So we're, we're quite protected. But that plan moving forward, can you help people understand? Because I promise you, and I know that your office gets a thousand phone calls like this a week. I probably get a hundred a month of people just asking me as a real estate agent, who is in charge of their problems? And they don't necessarily, who's in charge of this problem, Julia? And so one of the questions is maybe understanding that Knox County is not the only government that is in charge of Knox County and kind of maybe taking a couple of minutes to parcel that out. So people understand that that's different conversation for different people. Sure. It is interesting because people say you're, what's a county mayor? You know, because you don't have that in other places. Um, and, and basically, so you have Knox County, which is the government for the county outside of the city of Knoxville. The city of Knoxville, even though it's in Knox County, is its own political entity. Now, there are some things that the county does inside the city, um, but nevertheless, for all intents and purposes, we're two separate political entities. And then you also have the town of Farragut. Uh, and Farragut doesn't do as many things as, say, the city of Knoxville does, but they still have like their own codes um, and, and things like that. Um, so depending on where you live, you'll deal with the different codes department. Uh, you'll deal with different plans. Um, land, you know, the, the city just went through uh, what they call Recode Knoxville, which is basically their land use plan for the city. Um, and Farragut's is slightly different as well. Uh, so yeah, depending on where you live in the county, you have a different set of rules as far as land development. Um, and then also my, my office does not make land use decisions directly. That's actually a function of the planning commission. Um, and sometimes people don't get that either. They think I'm the person that decides, oh, this can go here and this can go there. No, I, I actually, I actually have no decision making power over that. That's, uh, planning commission, ultimately, uh, county commission makes those decisions. Yeah, I think that understanding how that system works, as Knox County grows, more people that are originally from Knox County are increasingly frustrated with, they still don't know. And so it's really important to know, know where you need to go 
for the correct information. And I really appreciate that. So getting back to that mixed use plan, and I know that I had sat in on a Realtors Association uh, conversation. There were three different options and everyone in the room from all ages, I was probably the mid-range. There were a few AM agents that were probably in their late 50s, early 60s, and then a very large majority under the age of 30. So much young blood coming up in Knoxville. That's huge for us. And the overwhelming majority through all of our age groups, oddly, was mixed-use development. We all want to see the same thing. How does that work out, sparsing that through the single-family residences versus, you know, no sidewalk areas or basically what we would call a food desert section? Right. As I said, uh, you know what, I think what's going to come out of this, and it's not my decision, but just looking at all the data, is kind of that town center model. Um, and, and we have this, anyone that's familiar with uh, with our area, you'll have like North Shore Town Center, which is kind of uh, west of, of Knoxville and in the Farragut area. Um, but it's a really nice development, and it's a retail surrounded by higher density multifamily. Then it goes out from there. Turkey Creek is a lot like that. Turkey Creek is the, the huge shopping area. We probably won't see that in the rest of the county, but it, again, it's it's a commercial retail center surrounded by uh, higher density condos, apartments, those sort of things, and then out into a more single family. And it's the same where uh, there, there's a development now that's on the table, uh, still has some work to get done on it, but it's the same type same type of deal. Um, and, and I think that's, that can appeal to everybody, uh, you know, because you, you if, if you like kind of the downtown feel, it's a mini downtown, basically. Um, and then it goes out into uh, the, the lower density of the single family, but then you're still close to whatever grocery store, restaurant, those sort of things. Um, and it's the same with uh, when we're looking at decisions about sidewalks and, and those sort of things. Um, a lot of that is stuff that our engineering public works department will look at um, within the subdivisions, you know, and make we just actually got that changed to where they're the ones that make the decision about whether sidewalk is needed or whether it's not. Uh, you were talking about young people. When you look at our demographics, it's very interesting what's happened because Tennessee does not have a state income tax. We are a low tax jurisdiction. I think we're seeing a lot of retired folks move here and we're seeing a lot of growth in the 55 and older demographic, which is great. Uh, that's the demographic I'm in. Um, but we're not seeing that we're not seeing that same growth in younger people. And that's something that we really have to work on because younger folks are the ones that build businesses. They're the ones that, you know, really provide the economic energy. Um, so some of the things that, you know, we're, we're just trying to make it a place um, as much as we can, you know, it has the amenities that people want, outdoor spaces, greenways, parks, uh, downtown. We, we have a great downtown in Knoxville uh, now, um, you know, and we're also, uh, that's part of the reason we've talked about uh, and, and, are moving forward with with a stadium downtown, a, a new stadium which will be surrounded by uh, additional development, and a lot of that is what what our chamber calls civic furniture. It's stuff that, that younger for everybody, but especially younger folks can do with their families. So we are very cognizant of trying to attract and keep young people here. And I would love it, you know, someone comes in, goes to UT, graduates. And stays here and applies their talents and gifts here. Uh, to me, that's the ultimate uh, in, in the pipeline, right? That's actually one of the com the conversations that we have on this podcast with everyone that visits and everyone that lives here, everyone that contributes here. Every business owner gets asked the same question: What could you add? Not you individually, 
But let's just say a college graduate from UT who now has a communications degree or some different kind of degree uh, in maybe hospitality that they are not aware maybe an opportunity exists or maybe people of my age group and the new people that are coming in your age group can say, hey, I've got a little extra time, a little extra energy, a little extra money. I can't think of really anything extra to add. What would you suggest that we build to keep that talent here? I think there's actually a lot of stuff that we already have that we haven't marketed really well. Um, you know, one one thing is we have tremendous outdoor recreation in East Tennessee. You know, people think of Western North Carolina, but we rival anything. I mean, we have the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is 45 minutes away. Um, in the city, you have the urban wilderness. Uh, they have mountain bike trails in city limits, which is one of the few places in the country that has that. Uh, out on the north side of the county, we're working on a 41-mile kayak trail on Beaver Creek. We're cleaning that whole thing out. Um, you know, so that, that'll be one one of the premier water trails in the Southeast. You look at our downtown between Market Square and the old city, you know, Market Square was just voted as one of the hippest places in America. Um, so there, there is a nightlife here. We have the cultural amenities. We have a symphony. We have a great um, uh, art museum. Uh, zoo Knoxville, I believe, is, is a great zoo, not just for a city of our size, but it's just a great zoo. We're the number one red panda pr producer, I guess it's in the world. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when you look at sports, we don't have professional teams. But, hey, you know, the football team is ranked seventh in the country. Basketball team is doing really well. Of course, the Lady Vols are just iconic. The baseball team uh, is a top, gosh, probably a top five program now. Um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of good sports at UT, very high level. I mean, if you've never been to an SEC football game, the NFL ain't got nothing on an SEC football game. It's awesome. So I do think that we have a lot of things um, that people enjoy and want to do. It's just, I don't think that we've always marketed it as well as we should have. We all know that real estate is location, location, location. Our team at Just Homes Group, Realty Executives, has the true expertise pairing buyers and sellers with the right opportunities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home right here in Knoxville, Lenore City, Clinton, or Farragut, we have the expertise throughout every Knoxville surrounding area. Call Just Homes Group Realty Executives today at 865-693-3232. Yeah, I think we have a lot of them to spend money on, but I don't know about our jobs for them to earn the money to spend it. And I think that that's kind of where we're missing that connection is we have, you know, the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, the hospital, Oak Ridge National Lab, Pilot Flying J. We have the largest sign company industry in the country. I don't know if people knew that or not. But there are very rare growth opportunities because we're still a growing area. So bringing business with you when you retire would be a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think too, you know, the chamber's really uh the chamber is really on to something with what they're doing and realizing that with the innovation economy, I think that uh we, the Oak Ridge National Laboratory is half an hour away. It's the premier research lab in the country, uh, as well as Tennessee Valley Authority is headquartered here in Knoxville and then UT. Um, those give us an innovation package that's really unrivaled uh, as far as the institutions. Um, so I think there's 
there's great opportunities and we're finally starting to see some of that. We're seeing some innovation companies come here. And frankly, that's what's driving the global economy. And it's not, um, manufacturing is important. It'll always be important, but it's really innovation that's driving everything. Um, and the more that we can do to plant our flag in the innovation sector, you know, whether it's advanced materials, advanced manufacturing, um, whether it's analytics uh, and data and those sort of things, we have the assets to do that. Um, and, and Again, it's just a matter of, of actually doing it. Uh, but I'm starting to see some, you know, some breakthroughs in those areas. And that, that really, they're good jobs. Um, and they're in that sector of the economy, as you said, that people can create their own businesses and have a huge impact on the world. Yep. And Knoxville's really primed, finally, after all these years, Knoxville has been absolutely primed for fantastic internet everywhere. It's not a place in Knox County at this point that you can't get great internet. So we've got a lot of work from homes who have relocated from major metropolitan areas that are now working right out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Another opportunity. Yeah, we, you're exactly right. I mean, we've seen that of, of people coming here uh, from, again, maybe California, New York, wherever. Uh, and then before the pandemic, of course, the move was to mid-sized cities because big cities, people are just kind of over that, right? Um, and pandemic really exacerbated that. Uh, but anyway, which is good for us, though, because we are seeing people that might still work someplace else, uh, but they live here. Uh, and again, optimally, it would be like, hey, it'd be great if you'd start your own business here and, and bring all that with you. Uh, but nevertheless, just having those folks here is important. Yeah. And I think I have, I have been reaching out when I connect them, I connect them with the chamber and I connect them with Leadership Knoxville, Tammy, and just say, hey, listen, there are people out here that will pay for you to start a business. They will give you grants. I mean, obviously the Boyd Foundation and things like that. So Knoxville has a lot to offer. Again, I think that we are just missing that one hub of information. Of course, Knoxville is huge. And so it's hard to get all the information uh, for all that. But I know that they can contact your office and I know everybody in your office knows where to take them. So <laughs> it's, you have one staff. <laughs> so very true, yes. And I think our chamber's been doing a really good job, uh, too. I, I think, you know, the pandemic, of course, was difficult for everybody. Um, but I see some of the stuff that the chamber's doing, and I'm, I'm very supportive of their initiatives and uh, think they're doing a great job. Well, let's, I want to shift conversation. I've got maybe five minutes left. A little bit, a little bit about the wrestling, because I actually have a reason for it. You have traveled all over the country and all over the world due to the ability to be a professional wrestler, and you still chose Knoxville. Tell me about some of the other cities that you visited. What was great about them? What are the things that you were pulling these ideas and these fantastic things, but you still settled, not just because your wife is from here, because you could have gone anywhere. She would have gone. She could have been a real estate agent anywhere. So you have experienced everywhere around the world, fan bases around the world, cities large and small, and you still chose Knoxville. What brought you, what, what is with your heart here? What is here? Midwesterners and Southerners are a lot alike in that we're, we're friendly, polite people. And you seriously, folks aren't like that everywhere around the world, right? And ultimately that's it, is I just feel that here that I'm among my folks, my people. Um, and that, that's just something that I've always felt that I've had a connection. Um, then when you just, you think about our area, uh, it, 60% of the nation's population is within a day's drive of Knox County. 
that's huge. I mean, you know, if you say that again, sixty percent of the nation's population is within a day's drive. Not, yeah, so uh, we're, we're we're located. You know, when when you think about things like logistics companies and those sort of stuff, shipping companies, distribution companies, um, they all want to be here because we're easy access to the East Coast. Uh, again, you look at the, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park; it's the most visited park in the country. They had 14 million people last year uh, go there. It's just it's a wonderful uh, attraction. Um, and I just, I mean, I, I just love the place. Um, you know, it's, it's big enough that everything that I want is here. Uh, and if it's not, Nashville's a two and a half hour drive. Atlanta's a three hour drive. You know, Charlotte's three and a half, four. So we're, again, that convenience location. You, if, if you don't, if we don't have it here, it's a couple hours away. Uh, but it's also small enough that it, it, you know, we don't feel like a big city. Um, we just don't, uh, but there's some really cool stuff here. So it just checks all the boxes for me. It really does. I love that. I love that. So one, one last, maybe, maybe the second to last question I have, um, just interviewed earlier today and that'll be posted sometime in the next month, a young lady that moved here who was a professional pole vaulter. Oh, really? And, right. And they're doing an entire uh, they've got a new track coach at UT. She's going to come and coach it. She's got a professional coach, Olympian. So they're bringing an entire industry that we never had before, basically with them. Is there a wrestling industry in Knoxville? Is there something that you all are building, like a wrestling school, that other people who are attracted to that that can come here and do? Yeah, we, we do have a wrestling school. Um, you know, it's a, all, all of them are small outfits. I mean, it's not you know huge or anything. But we have had a couple people that have uh, been – kind of successful as far as moving on to, you know, moving on to the next level, which is really great. Um, you know, we actually have a, a huge a production TV production uh, market here. We're like the fifth biggest in the country or something like that. People don't think about that, but HGTV was, was headquartered here. Uh, jewelry TV is jewelry headquartered television? here. Yeah. 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 So um, river media, which is a big production company is here. Um, so that plays into it as well. Um, East Tennessee has always been a hotbed for wrestling, and it's funny. Um, I, I, since I didn't grow up here, I don't know when people – I know the folks now, the names, but it's just different names than I, than I was exposed to uh, when I was a kid. Uh, but nevertheless, I think um, when you think about entertainment – Overall, we have Dolly Parton too. It does, certainly doesn't help, or certainly doesn't hurt. Um, but you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff going on uh, in our area and in that sector of the economy as well. Yeah, I just think it's I think it's amazing when people come here with their talents and then they go and they contribute in 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 public service as you have, and they bring their talent to give it to other people. And when she uh, when I interviewed with her to interview her today, uh, just to even think of the concept, and she's here for the say she met her person. They were from here. She moved here. And now she's bringing an entire pole vaulting nation with her. And I was like, how interesting. So now Knoxville is going to be the new hotbed for pole vaulters. And I was like, well, there you go. So always bringing your talent with you. And Knoxville has a home for talent. And I think that that is absolutely a wonderful thing to bring with you. Can you um, help our viewers understand how to get in touch with your office, by the way, if they need to ask any questions about anything, especially about Knox County or even the surrounding counties? Again, Knox County is our hub for East Tennessee. So how can they get in touch with you and your staff? 
Our website is knoxcounty.org. That's knoxcounty.org. Uh, phone number to the office is 865-215-2005. Um, and drop us an email, uh, which is county.mayor at knoxcounty.org. Uh, my staff gets those uh, or give us a call. Uh, but there's our website's really great. There's a lot of information on there as well. Okay, lightning round. Are you ready? What's your favorite restaurant? Uh, here in Knoxville, actually, it would be, oh gosh, there's so many of them. Uh, but today I'm going to go with Louis, the original Louis in Fountain City. You're the first person to mention Louis. Oh, no. There's, there's so many. That's a loaded question, though, because, again, we're a foodie town, not known as it, but we are. There's a lot of good restaurants here. Yeah, so many restaurants. Okay, favorite pub re- or bar or brewery? Uh, my favorite pub is Balter Beer Works. Well, like, oh, yeah, they're. Uh, their brunch, by the way, not bad, not bad. <laughs> favorite sports place, like to watch sports? Uh, my favorite sports, sports place to be Fieldhouse Social. I haven't been there yet. Have you not? No, I haven't had time. Every time I'm down that way, I'm actually at an event or something and never make it in there. Yeah, so I'm going to drop a name, but part of the reason it's my favorite sports place guy had lunch with Coach Phil Fulmer there one day. So. Oh, that's fun. He's so sweet. Yes, he's a great guy. Hmm, let's see. Favorite grocery store? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, gosh. I- I'm just going to have to say the Food City and Halls because that's where I stop all the time. Fantastic. All right. Last question. When people visit you that have never been here and you, they say, hey, take me somewhere, where do you go? I'd take them to Vol Market out on Western Avenue. It used to be Vol Market number three, but uh, they still call it that. But it, it's just now the only Vol Market. Um, and it, it's a little bitty place, but it got one of the best hamburgers in town. And it, it's one of those folks, or one of those places too, where um, Mayor Birchwood, now Congressman Birchett, like if someone comes in, like the governor comes in and they go over to Vol Market. Uh, so you never know who you're going to see at Vol Market. That is hilarious. And where is that located? It's on Western Avenue. Well, so everybody can visit the Vol Market on Western Avenue. Everybody that I interview has a different secret place where it isn't really a secret, but you never really think about it. When you live here, you don't think about it being something special until it is. So thank you so very much to Glenn Jacobs, mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Almost, I want to say now the second largest metropolitan city Uh, in the state of Tennessee. So you've got a lot to take on in the next three years. We really appreciate everything that you're doing. And just going to say it before I go, governor, in four years, maybe, there's a lot of hopeful for you. So don't have to say anything today. (laughs) But we appreciate you taking the time for us. Please tell your family we said hello and thank you. And we will see you soon. Glenn, thank you so much. Thanks, Julia. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the show. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice. And if you would like information on moving to Knoxville, send me a private message. As always, this is Julia Hurley connecting Knoxville to the nation.